What's going on everyone? This is James Rest and you're listening to Marketing Secrets for Electricians. So, here's what I hear a lot. How do normal electricians like us, who are properly trained and licensed, who are not willing to cheat and take shortcuts, and who are wanting to own a successful electrical business? How do we compete against the big guys who own the market share or the guys that charge peanuts for an electrical job? On top of that, we want to employ the best electricians so we can get off the tools and have plenty of time for other areas of life. That's the question. Join me and follow along as we search for the answers. My name is James Rest and welcome to Marketing Secrets for Electricians. How I failed marketing my electrical contracting business. That's where I'd like to start guys. And you're gonna learn what I know now that I didn't know when I first started as an electrician. So to start off, I'm going to share with you a quick story of my journey, what I went on to become an electrical contractor. All the while I had a vision of being the owner of a successful electrical business. Now, where I thought this thing would give me more free time, money, control of my life, really, it took over my life like um, it was the one thing it was like you know a, a baby basically took all my energy to keep it running keep it maintained anyway let's continue so why would you start an electrical business then well before starting my own electrical business i worked for an electrical company for five plus years i spent so much time there each week um, publishing hard to meet the deadlines for this company so every week they'll pump you out like gotta do this gotta do this gotta do this this constant grind and truth patrol all my efforts went towards making the owners of that company rich or creating more wealth my efforts went towards creating them more wealth and uh, all that i was left with when i walked out the door was my tool bag my trade experience that i built up over the years and none that I would really consider an asset. When you look at the description from Rich Dad Poor Dad, an asset is something that increases your wealth. Uh, the experience and the knowledge that I gained didn't actually increase my wealth unless I was on the tools being employed. So it's not really an asset. Anyway, my thinking was, what if I could turn my skills as an electrician into an electrical business and make a profit without physically being on the job. This was my goal. Now, <clears throat> this would turn the business into an asset that could potentially set me up to be in, in control of my time. Time, after all, is one of the most valuable resources um, and I wanted to spend it how I liked, not how what someone else had preset for me. So my short-term vision was on having adventures and traveling to different places. I'm still doing that currently in Spain and trying to settle down. But anyway, long-term, my goal back then was to travel, have adventures, and then support my family. Whilst, at, uh, whilst having the opportunity to support my family, have time with friends and family. If that made any sense, I'm not sure. But anyway, a book um, that I find, found helpful in turning your electrical business your skills into an electrical business is the e-myth revisited why most businesses don't work and what to do about it so this is a good baseline if you're wondering where to start for turning your skills as electrician into something uh, that makes you money where you're not trading time for money so 
in my 20s, I thought I could have it all. I wanted both to travel while having my small electrical business working for me. And I could be working on it from afar. Uh, while you might know from experience, not all dreams or things go to plan. Thinking back, this was um, my business partners at the time. They, because I was the one on the tools, they had this type of freedom in a way, um, even though they're still working for someone else. Anyway, so starting an electrical contracting business. This seemed to happen to me quite a lot. Let me know if you had the same experience being an electrician. When you were talking to people, they find out, oh, you're an electrician. Could you help me out with whatever that thing could be? So everyone I found had need, needs an electrician. You know, we all have electricity uh, in our houses. And usually there's like a couple of things that an electrician could fix for you. Particularly in Australia, you have to have um, an electrical license to do any electrical work. So this was in the back of the, my, my mind going through my apprenticeship and I found a couple mates with a similar goal uh, to start our own successful electrical business which leads um, us to start a new which led us to start a new company called B Electrical inspired by the B movie we happened to be watching at the time or had seen um, now in Australia in order to start an electrical contracting business this is what you need uh, you need to be a licensed electrician this can be accompanied by doing an apprenticeship for four years under electrical licensed contractor and passing your capstone. Then you also need to do further study to get your electrical contractor's um, certificate. Then register for an, an Australian electrical, sorry, an Australian business license. So you've done your apprenticeship, you're an electrician, you got your contractor's um, certificate. You can then register your uh, uh, to have a business and then purchase some um, insurance and once you have all that you can then apply for the electrical contractor's license which takes a few weeks once you've got all the previous stuff done now once all that legal requirements is out the way that has to be done otherwise you're going to get some serious fines uh, with that we went ahead and got our logo designed we got some shirts made up you know all the fun stuff you do all the actual physical stuff you kind of need to give your your business a, an image and we got an old panel van the van wasn't that fancy it was pretty old run down but it was big enough that we could throw our tools in and the only issue was finding anything you needed in a quick manner because it's all rolling around in the back as we're driving around so it wasn't very effective but it did the trick so uh we would love to have started working for our own electrical company. So we, we all kind of wanted to get in, you know, support our, our business, but that wasn't possible because we didn't have enough work. This was the one problem. Uh, we only had work from like family and friends and people we spoke to. We didn't have any outgoing marketing or any marketing whatsoever happening other than our local connections. So we started doing these small jobs around um, while working for the other full-time company. This was fun for the first few times to test out, to see how we went, how things went. And um, however, we weren't really going to make any serious money without learning to market our electrical business. So we could grow this company into kind of the vision we had for, for us. Now, marketing our first electrical business, well, in the contractor's course, they touch on some marketing and talk about doing a SWOT analysis for your competitors. 
basically doing this, we discovered that um, all these other guys had bigger budgets than us uh, with their fancy web pages and pay-per-click advertising. That's the main things we've seen uh, discovered. So for example, when you look on Google, you type in electrician your suburb. In our case, uh, that was $20 per click. So if someone clicked on that, you would pay Google 20 bucks, which means for five clicks, that's $100 just for someone to go to the web page. You don't actually have a lead or contact details. They come, they go, that's it. So 100 bucks down the drain in our minds, so we didn't really know what to do. Um, and what we did decide to do was go into like the yellow pages, put some ads in the newspaper, and other sites where you could list uh, your business, which was the kind of cheaper option, uh, more affordable for us at the time. Considering we also didn't have a website, we only created a Facebook page, um, and we did look at hiring someone or a company for SEO, but that was quite expensive and it'll take six to 12 months before actually showing some results. While, however, while reading um, the newspaper, there were, I came across an ad selling a franchise. Now that piqued my interest, so I gave them a call and ended up um, deciding to take the franchise path as to trying to figure all that stuff out on our own. Um, while we had to pay these fees to buy into the brand plus ongoing costs, they had an established brand power and uh, that was the biggest the biggest selling point for us was that they already had a customer base they already had people calling in requesting electrical work to be done and this is the thing we were struggling at the time with our small electrical business this franchise in particular had customers waiting for six months to get their electrical work done while this franchise started up in that particular suburb of that area so this was the power of the brand which we were buying into. From our cheap little van, we got to a fully decked out brand, uh, fully decked out work vehicle, all branded out with um, the new company logo, the franchise logo, and we're excited to begin. This was like you know, a real business before we kind of felt like we were just playing around. This was now we were serious. And basically once we got that all, all that set up, went, into the franchise, paid all the fees. I quit my job and I went straight into the business full steam ahead. Now, um, I remember our first job under the franchise banner. Uh, we arrived in this brand new van, all wrapped up, looking like everything was shiny new. We had a full set of gear and shells and material and we, we had invested quite a bit of money into this and only because one of the one of my business partners had the available funds to kind of fund the endeavor. So that's, um, that's how we got to that point and we were all ready to go. I had an apprentice uh, with me and we were going to charge per hour because we weren't basically sure how long the job would, would take. And we we're both, well, I, I'd worked on domestic stuff the apprentice hadn't before. So this felt like the safer option in hindsight it wasn't now the owner was a nice guy but he was like watching us as we moved and walked around and just he made sure to inform us that um his dad was an antenna guy so he knew everything and this put a bit of pressure under a bit of pressure on us and we cracked we made mistakes more than we would have liked to admit um 
so for example we had one set of tools in the van like one set of power tools so we're always throwing the tools running around the house here's a drill running back hey here it is again um, and because the apprentice wasn't so experienced this took he didn't really know what he's doing so he'd do some work and then i'll come and fix it we'd make a mess it was just a slow and painful stressful disorganized first job yeah we just really wanted to get the hell out of there however once we did finish we left we thought we'd um we're just happy to get the hell out of there <laughs> that's basically it um there's however the power of a franchise is there's someone above us so my franchisor got call got a call from this particular customer and said hey these guys have come around they've left a mess and i'm not happy with that now the what we had to do was negotiate you know offer some extras some extras like uh just some sweeteners you had to go back and fix a few things make sure we cleaned up we bought a vacuum because we didn't have one so basically um and i also had to go back and did an few extra job like small things for him to just sweeten the deal and win the customer over and we did end up having this guy back again um so yeah at the end of the day it was a win good learning experience we learned a lot uh, had we just charged a fixed price at the start this would have adverted much of the problem the customer wouldn't be in some stress you know watching us as we made a fool of ourselves um, under the pressure and him getting stressed out us getting stressed out much better if we just charged fixed price so that was really good learning experience there um, now with the franchise moving on with the franchise we were able to grow the business however we still kept running into problems and the main things we had were i couldn't or we couldn't find a high, um, a reliable electrician yeah all the good ones left and started their own electrical business instead of working for us so they'll come for a bit you know get the feel see how we operate it and then start on their own um, and we went through like 10 to get one decent one who then left after you know a short amount of time so then the other option is when we had a team of electricians keeping a steady flow of work for them even with the franchise this was hard to find that perfect balance of like we were mostly we had too much work and had to drop work or we didn't have enough and you had guys just basically doing nothing so the bigger we grew the more stress there also seemed to be so sometimes i felt like all i did was run around after these freaking electricians cleaning up their mess making sure uh, that the customer is happy uh, and this is you know part of management i guess but it was still quite a um quite stressful when especially when you're a small business you don't want to be doubling up on every job very hard to make a profit so with that said i thought expanding was a good idea as it happened i had a mate of mine who was an electrician that wanted to get out of the electrical business he'd been in it for don't can't remember right now but a few years and had built up a good brand on his own so he he when I first started, we went down the franchise path. However, this particular person started from scratch, his own business, did the work and had been in it longer than me and had a good base for a one man band electrical business. And what I did was I bought that and ran them side by side. So I had two businesses now and it was interesting to see how 
the franchise went and how this self-made electrical business worked. They were like both pros and cons, strengths and weaknesses. Um, however, then my girlfriend and I decided to move to Europe so she could be closer to her family. Now this put a spanner in the works and I ended up selling both electrical businesses. Letting go of these electrical businesses, uh, that I put, especially the franchise, because I had put so many hours into that um, over the last five years, this was quite challenging to, to let go, but I couldn't, I couldn't hold that and enjoy going to Europe. If I had that in the back of my mind, if you're not there, you, ha you can't fix things and you just end up losing a lot of money and having a lot of stress. So it was easier to just get rid of it and let someone else deal with it who was there. So moving on to Europe now, how did I make a living in Europe? I looked into being an electrician. However, they basically get paid as much as a cleaner. So was not interested in that at all. Um, Got, I had to do some creative thinking and ended up uh, contacting people on Airbnb, which is just basically started up at the time and offered a turnkey solution. And this was ideal because the person I found owned a million dollar house or mansion and they wanted to be in Dubai and you know one month, two months a year stay in Europe, which was great for me. So I ended up managing that place and started learning how to market. So I was, I was trying to figure out how to market this um, house, this mansion, bigger than what Airbnb offered so we could get other business. So this is where they learned the art of marketing and something called a sales funnel. Now, with, with the sales funnel, I learned quite a bit, but then looking around, I found many different um, industries making over a million dollars from a funnel. And that's the power of using a sales funnel. However, I did not see uh, any, anyone doing this in the electrical area. And this for me sparked an opportunity. This is what I want to bring to the table for you guys and whoever, whoever else is interested. Um, if you could build an automated sales funnel that could help you acquire new customers and make sales for you, while you're on the tools, while you're sleeping, this type of thing, it seems, seems you know, not uh, real, but it does happen. I see it every day. Uh, you just have to know certain, know how to set this up uh, for, in this case, your electrical business. So if this is something that would interest you, you and um, then this is the podcast to listen to. That being said, I'd love to hear from, from you guys what you think, if this is, something you want, leave me some feedback on this idea. Uh, that would be great. And this would, uh, this is going to allow me to see if there's any other electricians that would be interested in this. Because essentially I wish I had this marketing knowledge when I started or even before I started running my electrical business. Um, and if this is something that interests you, I'll share my journey as I build electrical sales funnel and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in and listening guys. Now, if you want to join in on this conversation and see what we're doing as we develop sales funnels for electricians, head over to Facebook and go to Marketing Secrets for Electricians and you should be able to find us there. Thanks.